Hello, and welcome to PW Kids Cast, the children's book podcast from Publishers Weekly. In each episode, we speak with authors and illustrators creating books for children and teens. I'm Emma Cantor, Deputy Children's Book Editor at Publishers Weekly. Today, I'm speaking with author Michael W. Waters about his new picture book, Liberty Civil Rights Road Trip. The book is due out October 12 from Flyaway Books, which is sponsoring this podcast. Michael W. Waters is an award-winning author, activist, professor, and pastor. He's also a frequent social commentator for major media outlets. His picture book, For Beautiful Black Boys Who Believe in a Better World, illustrated by Keisha Morris, won the 2020 Goddard Riverside CBC Youth Book Prize for Social Justice and was named a must-read book about race by Essence. In his new picture book, Liberty's Civil Rights Road Trip, illustrated by Nicole Tadgill, Liberty and her friend Abdullah, along with their families and a diverse group of passengers, board a bus to visit significant places from the civil rights movement, inspiring them to come together to create a better world. Thank you for joining me, Michael, and welcome back to the podcast. Delighted to be with you once again. Thank you so much. We spoke together for a previous episode about your picture book for beautiful Black boys who believe in a better world, which, as I mentioned, has gotten some great recognition. How does it feel to get that kind of reception? It's been an amazing journey. Uh, I can't really fully put into words what it means uh, for this book to be embraced by uh, so many people, uh, particularly the children who have had an opportunity to uh, engage it. Uh, we have been blessed uh, to receive pictures and notes from persons all across the country. Uh, I can't tell you the, the joy of seeing uh, children of all races and backgrounds holding the book high and uh, celebrating uh, their reading of it and the meaning of the narrative uh, based on uh, my son's story. Uh, it's just been rich, and, and I've been very grateful for uh, the reception and for uh, the opportunity to share it with the world. That's wonderful to hear. Turning to the new book, in your author's note, you describe the real-life civil rights pilgrimage you led throughout Mississippi, Alabama, and Tennessee. Can you share a bit more about that journey and what motivated you to transform it into a picture book? Back in 2004, I founded a civil rights pilgrimage at a university at which I was attending seminary and working in the chaplain's office. Uh, that pilgrimage is still going on today. Uh, in recent years, I've had the opportunity to take a number of groups uh, in the community uh, to visit these cities and sites significant to the civil rights movement. But 2018 was the first time I had the opportunity to not only lead a group, but to take all of our children at the time, uh, our three children joined journey with us, along with uh, two children of a very dear friend and brother, Imam Omar Suleiman. Uh, so again, never have had the experience of having uh, young children uh, taking part in the pilgrimage. And they really transformed our experience, seeing the history through their eyes, experiencing it through their inquiries, really opened up uh, our experience as a whole. And I was so impacted by this journey through their eyes, in particular, the insights of 
uh, our youngest child at the time, Liberty, that uh, it demanded that it be shared with others. And so uh, I'm really deeply moved by the opportunity to attempt to share some of our experiences through Liberty and Abdullah's eyes. Have you had the chance to share this book with the real life Liberty? I have. Uh, matter of fact, when we received our a review copy, uh, she was the first person uh, to open it and um, it got her stamp of approval. Uh, she enjoyed uh, reading the story. She enjoyed uh, the beautiful imagery and pictures that were there. And it reminded her of the journey that we were able to take together. And so uh, this book comes with Liberty's stamp of approval, which uh, means more to me than anything else. That's so lovely. And throughout the book, Liberty is introduced to many historical figures from the civil rights movement of the 60s including both their tragedies and triumphs. I'm wondering why does it feel especially important to shine the light on such individuals at this particular moment in U.S. history? Well, there is the challenges that we have seen quite often in the media as of late uh, with regards to, uh, I think, a misunderstanding of critical race theory, which I think really gets to the heart of whether or not we are going to be truth tellers regarding uh, the history of our nation, as well as the work we still have to do as a nation to perfect our union. And I think it is vitally important that young people have an authentic and truthful view of our history, uh, the good and the bad, so that they could work towards making something much better. Uh, I'm very grateful for this book because I think it provides a clear-eyed view of civil rights history an introduction to it for young children, an opportunity to explore this history with trusted adults. I think it has the capacity to begin sowing the seeds of anti-racism very early in the lives of young people so that they can get right what unfortunately for so long we have as a nation has gotten wrong. Uh, so I'm very excited that this book is coming out at this time as trusted adults are seeking resources to really uh, provide a meaningful understanding of American history for young people. It's certainly very timely. Who are some of your activist heroes, past and present? It's amazing. I've been able to meet some of my heroes. I've had the chance to uh, sit and share and have conversation with such persons as Andrew Young. I was just actually arrested while engaging in civil disobedience alongside the Reverend Jesse Jackson in Washington, D.C., who I've met times before. I actually first met him when I was eight years old as he was running for president. Wow. And I was with my uh, grandfather. I uh, had the chance of sharing on several occasions with uh, the now dearly departed John Lewis, as well as Amelia Boynton Robinson. So many figures, Vera Harris, uh, who opened up her home alongside her husband to house the Freedom Riders in 1961 in Montgomery, Alabama. These are some of my heroes, persons who I've actually been able to embrace and share with, including Joanne Bland, who was a young girl on March the 7th, 1965 in Selma, Alabama, who marched across that bridge. 
uh, I'm very honored to share that I've recently been invited to serve as the vice chair of Foot Soldiers Park in Selma, Alabama, which create not only a park and memorial, but an educational center there in Selma at the very place where those foot soldiers marched for our voting rights so that persons from all across the world, including young people, uh, can visit and know more about our history. So those are some of the figures uh, that have really played a major role in impacting my view of activism and what we must give at this time. Of course, Dr. King and Coretta Scott King uh, are great influences. But even beyond that, even my own family, my grandfather was very active in the NAACP in political action. And his activism actually brought the KKK to his home, but he stood tall. It would not quail to their intimidation. My grandmother, who is now 93 years old, uh, had an integrated group of college students in Austin in the 1940s and actually marched with Third Good Marshall. And so as persons both outside and inside of my family, uh, those who are uh, legendary and well-known and those who may not be known as much to others, all of which uh, have shaped my view of a life of service uh, known through activism, uh, our responsibility to attempt to make the world a better place than the one we found. Thank you for sharing all those incredible names and stories. And how about your literary influences, artists or writers who have shaped the writer you are now? Yes, so many. Once again, I, I fell in love with reading very early on. Uh, my mother, who is an avid reader, uh, placed books before me uh, as long as I can remember. Uh, so I can recall uh, as a very young person reading Mark Twain and reading Dickens, you know, uh, Huckleberry Finn uh, and Moby Dick and, and, and other texts, Great Expectations. Those are some early books that I was uh, introduced to even as a child. Uh, some of my heroes, literary heroes, uh, include Dr. King. Uh, I will put forth this plug. I don't think that uh, we do enough reading of Dr. King's works, his books, which are extraordinary, the ideas that are presented. Uh, a lot of people know Dr. King today through sound bites, snippets of speeches, but his thought really comes alive and his witness really comes alive through his written words. And so uh, Dr. King uh, is a major impact on, uh, for me, in terms of literary uh, influences. Uh, I've enjoyed biographies uh, such as uh, Frederick Douglass's uh, autobiography. Uh, I, I think the way that James Baldwin shapes uh, words and shapes uh, images and, and, and brings forth emotion uh, through his work uh, when he was with us that we continue to cherish today uh, is something that I have aspired to do as well, uh, to bear witness to the history uh, and to make sure that uh, it is not forgotten. Turning back to the new book, how do you feel that the illustrations by Nicole Tadgill help bring your story to life? They're so warm and inviting, uh, infused with such vibrant colors, which I think is important for a picture book, that it, it draws you into the story and it 
uh, allows you to connect more deeply with the characters and with the protagonists. I also think her approach to the drawings uh, helps to balance the tenor of the book itself. Because anytime you have a true study of civil rights history, uh, you're going to encounter some troubling aspects of our history. And I think uh, the drawings, uh, the vibrant colors, the imagery, along with the text, really helps make the book accessible to young people, uh, to where they're drawn in and have a desire to know more about the people that they meet in the pages of this book, and maybe even desire at some point to visit some of the places that are highlighted uh, herein. And could you speak a bit about your relationship with your editor for the book? Flyway Books has been a tremendous partner in sharing these stories. Uh, I've really enjoyed the opportunity to always press the story, to uh, reimagine together uh, how uh, the text can be made all the more accessible. Uh, because I think that's the most important for children is that it's accessible to them and that it draws them in. Uh, I've enjoyed uh, their eye for detail. I've enjoyed the room uh, to explore and to expand and to imagine uh, what is possible. And so it really has been a tremendous partnership with Flyway Books, first for, for Beautiful Black Boys Who Believe in a Better World, and now for Liberty Civil Rights Road Trip. And looking at those two books together, what do you hope young readers and their families will take away from them? My hope for all of my writings, whether it be for uh, young people, for children, or uh, the adult nonfiction books that I have written, is that it inspires the belief that together we can make the world a better place, that there is hope despite the difficulties that before us, and we can gain strength from one another to change the world. That's really at the very heart of just about everything that I do, the idea that together we can conquer it. Together, we can fix it. Together, we can make it better, no matter how daunting it might first appear. And I think that these two books uh, provide uh, that vision very early for young people, which I think is a treasure. Uh, imagine what is possible for young people to come of age believing that they can do anything that they attempt to do together. Uh, I think that's a wonderful gift, and I'm very inspired uh, by the young people who have responded and who have, uh, if you will, accepted the opportunity uh, to bend the arc of the universe towards justice, knowing that it doesn't bend itself. You know, so many people that we celebrate in history had their awakenings of what was possible even as they were young children. And I think that the same uh, happens today, that even now there are children somewhere uh, who are envisioning something better. And all they are needing is the encouragement and the support to manifest those things. Before we wrap up, um, what's on the horizon for you? Any future picture books? I, I have um, a few picture books that are uh, before uh, publishers now and uh, very excited about them. Uh, also inspired by 
uh, our children uh, that now number four, <laughs> it was three, uh, now it's four. Uh, there's a current title called Hope's Heart uh, that I met with the publisher and illustrator about concerning uh, that explores uh, other abledness uh, based on the experience of our own child uh, who was born with a different heart. And so I'm excited about that possibility, knowing that there are few texts that really engage other abledness through a diverse lens. Also have another book that uh, we're seeking a publisher for called A Boy Named Justice. Uh, Joyce Justice is our youngest son born on Christmas Eve of last year. And uh, while he was in utero, he was in utero during uh, the time of the largest social justice movement in American history. And so A Boy Named Justice is a text that I'm very excited about. And I will say if any of your listeners, even in the publishing world, <laughs> have a desire uh, to see uh, this book come to life, uh, feel free to reach out to me. I'd love to uh, have an opportunity to share this book with the world as well. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that uh, back in January, my latest adult nonfiction book uh, came out, Something in the Water, a 21st century civil rights odyssey. The foreword was written by former presidential candidate Beto O'Rourke. I'm very grateful for the wonderful review it received from Publishers Weekly. And I'm grateful for those who have engaged it so far, but it is available now for anyone seeking to take a, a deeper dive into some of the recent racial histories of our country. And again, be a part of the change that's needed to perfect our union. Well, congratulations on the new book and best of luck with those other picture book projects. They sound wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining me, Michael. It was great to have you back again. It is always a joy. Uh, looking forward to the possibility of future time together. Thank you again. Once again, I've been speaking with author Michael W. Waters about his new picture book, Liberty's Civil Rights Road Trip, which is due out on October 12 from Fly Away Books. Thank you for listening to PW Kids Cast. <laughs>